You're listening to a Richwood Church podcast. Parenting is hard enough at any time, but during a pandemic, it can be mind-numbing. I know that you're probably trying to shepherd your kids or grandkids through this, and maybe you're at home trying to homeschool them when you had no intention of doing that or feel ill-equipped to do so, or you're grieving with them as their activities are canceled, trying to figure out what to do when everything's closed, or you're playing amateur psychologists when they can't see their friends or their grandparents. And then you're trying to keep yourself sane. You may be working at home, juggling your finances around, trying to keep a good relationship with your spouse. And then there's that anger and frustration that come when it seems like this is never going to end. And that can all lead to big-time trouble, but it doesn't have to. During our time together, I want you to know that you can thrive in your role as a parent or a grandparent during this COVID-19 season. Now, I'm no expert on parenting. I have parented a lot of them, but I've made a lot of mistakes. What I can offer you is truth from the Bible. And really what it comes down to is a focus on identity. Where do you find your identity? Because if you try to find it as a parent, you're just going to get frustrated. The child's going to pull away from you. So what I want you to know before we're finished is this. First, your identity does not lie in your child's failure or successes. Secondly, you're not seen by God as being good and or bad based on whether your children are behaving or not. And then I want you to know that God doesn't change his view of you, whether your kids like you at a particular point in life. You can thrive during COVID-19 as a parent or grandparent, but your identity has to be based on one thing, and that is You are a child of God, and nothing can change that. And I want to begin in the book of 1 John, chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. 1 John 3, 1. So if you happen to have a Bible nearby, or you can grab a phone or a tablet, I'd love you to turn there with me. The book, of course, is written by John, the the one that Jesus loved, the closest disciple to Jesus. And he was enamored with this idea of being a child of God. And he wants you to know that that's important too and that you can find your identity in this truth. So let's read this together, 1 John 3, 1. See what kind of love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Being called a child of God, that's an amazing gift and an amazing truth. Now John, in this context, has just finished telling his readers that this is all made possible by a new birth in Jesus Christ and that Righteous living comes out of that new birth. And it's because of God's love that is poured into the believer. He said in 229, 
if you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. So John really wants you to relish this truth that your identity is based on being a child of God. It's not based on how you perform or how your children perform. Your identity is complete. You need to add nothing to your resume. And so the first point I want to give you in our time together is this. You can find parenting hope during COVID-19 because your identity is secure. Your identity is secure in your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And that's an amazing truth. This terminology here, you are a child of God, it's, it's, it's a beautiful phrasing. It's from the Greek, and this idea in the Greek is that you are a little born one of the Father. A little born one of the Father. That's such a beautiful phrasing of his protection over you and his love for you. And you need to have no other identity than that. You're, you're a child of the king. And Jesus knew that the world wasn't going to understand this because the world doesn't accept his lordship. And that you would struggle with this because this world has a measure of success and it's what you achieve. And because you're baked into this world system, you're going to measure your own worth on if your children are succeeding. But that's not what it means to be a child of God. To be a child of God, it's all based on grace. And it's not a reflection of how well we're doing. It's a reflection on that we are children of God and we are loved by God. And, and this is always true, but especially now. And if you try to go out and you try to get your relationship to, with your child to a place where you feel good about yourself and you have a good identity as a parent, you're playing a dangerous game. Because you're going to put so much pressure on that child that that child is going to pull away. You're going to drive a wedge between you and that child. And what God is calling you to do is just come to me. Find your identity in me. Attach yourself to me. And then your child just becomes this beautiful person of joy in your life when you're not trying to pull anything from your child. And in COVID-19, it's, it's even harder because, man, the pressures are high right now. The kids are at home all the time. They, they, they aren't doing anything except for bothering you. And you're, you've been kind of put in this place where you've got to entertain them and babysit them and teach them and, and do all of these things. And if you're a grandparent, you're trying to maybe even be their grandparent through Zoom calls because you haven't been able to be with them. It's very, very hard, which makes it even more important that we find identity in our relationship with Christ and not in how we're doing as a parent. And that's the next thing I want to get to is, yes, you're, you're secure, but here's the second truth. You can find parenting hope during COVID-19 by remembering that your child is a broken human being. Your, your child's a sinner. <laughs> your child will figure out ways to sin, regardless of how good a parent you are. And just understanding that theologically really takes a lot of pressure off. 
Now, theologically speaking, you know this. Practically speaking, it's a bit harder. And so I want you to see something from Dr. Paul Tripp, who is a nationally known author and speaker. And he has a really good take on this struggle to find identity in Christ and who your child is and who you are. So let's watch. Here's something that I think that we just don't think about much, but has huge impact on the way you parent your children. If you're not resting in your identity in Christ, you will look for identity in your children. I mean, there's really only two places you can look for identity. You can look for identity vertically, or you can look for identity horizontally. Looking for identity in your children is just a miserable way to live as a parent. I mean, think about this. Your children don't get up in the morning and say, what are the 12 ways today I can give my mom and dad a sense of value and worth? That's just not what's in the mind of a child. Uh, you're actually parenting a broken human being uh, who needs rescue, who will have a bad day, who will say bad things, who will make bad choices. And you see, if you're, if you're too focused on identity, you, you're then too focused on success, you're too focused on reputation, you're too focused on control. And again, that induces incredible tension in your relationship to your children. It's a tough burden for a child to try to bear the identity of their parent. You see, you've been given a glorious identity as a child of God. You're accepted. Even on your worst day, you're loved. Even in bad choices, you're graced. God will never turn his back on you. Rest in your vertical identity. And that gives you ability not to look for that in the lives of your children. I think that's such great counsel because it's biblical counsel. And what it means is that when your children are sinning and it seems like they're out of control, it, it means that they're just dealing with their sin nature. It doesn't mean that you're failing and it doesn't mean that they're failing. And imagine what it would be like to wake up in the morning and have the freedom to not try to make a perfect human being out of your child. What would it be like to wake up in the morning and just Enjoy your child, to guide your child, to impart wisdom to your child, but not expect your child to be perfect because you're not perfect. And none of us are because we're all stained with this sin problem. And there's plenty of scripture to bear this out. In Romans 5:12, the Bible says, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. So your child's hope is the same as your hope. Your, your child's hope isn't in your ability to teach math. Your child's hope is in the gospel. In the book of Ephesians, Paul wrote in 1-7, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. And that's such good news. 
It's good news for you, and it's good news for your child. And here's the fact of the matter. As you're parenting, your grandparenting in this COVID-19 era, that your identity doesn't have anything to do with that child's behavior. It's all about your identity in Christ. You are a child of God. And you are raising or helping to raise a sinner, someone who's broken. And so you can step back and say, wow, that's a huge thing to remember when things are going south. And they do often go south in this era. So as the pandemic wears on, remember that you're a child of God. And here's the third truth I want to leave with you. And that is, in this COVID-19 season, I want you to know that the well-being of your child is in God's hands. It's in God's hands. Ultimately speaking, the, how your child turns out is not your responsibility. And that's important for you to understand because if you think that you can somehow mold this person the way you want him or her to be, you're going to end up managing your child rather than nurturing your child. You're going to try to control that child. And you're both going to get frustrated. And relationships are at risk. And if you try to manage your child, you're going to be more concerned about being embarrassed by your child than seeing a teachable moment and, and imparting truth to that child. You're going to be constantly measuring yourself against other parents as you look around the church. Oh, they look such a great family. I could never be that good a parent. Or worse, that you're pridefully judging others. When, when you try to, to find your identity in your child and how they're going to turn out, you, you tend to be scolding your children rather than just offering words of grace and truth. And you're also always trying to keep them safe, to protect them from every situation, from every person, from everything they might run into. And that's exhausting. You don't have to bear the weight of the outcome of your child. Now, have you been called to obey? Yes. Have you been called to walk with God? Yes. Has that child been given you for you to nurture the child? Yes. But how your child turns out at the end of the day, that's God's thing. And so take that off of your back. And during COVID-19, it's hard enough already to try to navigate. Don't put that on yourself. Your child is a sinful human being, and God knows what to do with your child. The book of Proverbs is so good when it comes to situations like this because it's in this genre called wisdom literature. And wisdom literature is a really fascinating part of Scripture. It's defined actually in Proverbs 1, 2, and 3. It is instruction in wise dealing in righteousness, justice, and equity. To put it this way, wisdom literature gives you broad strokes of wisdom, principles that are genuinely true, generally true when you follow them and you can live a godly and wise life. And one of the Proverbs verses that you're really familiar with is helpful in the hope that it gives but not in its condemnation. It's Proverbs 22, 6. And here it is. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, this doesn't mean that every child's going to turn out the same way or find God at the same speed. 
And some of you might be already asking, well, why isn't that true with my child? Because I did the best I could, and my adult children aren't walking with God. The principle here is this, that when you walk with God and you just impart wisdom, that God will take it from there and impart that wisdom and put it into your child's heart. But that child will still have choices to make. Because again, remember, your child is a broken human being. So I offer that verse to you as an encouragement that your child's well-being is God's thing. It's not your thing. Please, please, please don't strive to try to be the perfect parent. You're not responsible for the primary outcome of your child. And during COVID-19, it's so important to find your identity where it belongs, and that is as a child of God. That child, you can see it from the time that they start to look at you and rebel against you. They are battling sin. They're broken, but that's okay. God has brought you into their lives. You're going to impart wisdom, but God at the end of the day is going to be the one that inserts that wisdom in them that will lead them to where he wants them to go. And so if you have an adult child that's not walking with God, you can simply pray for that adult child. You, you don't have to feel guilty. You don't have to feel like you have tons of regrets. You can just simply pray for that adult child and let God do the rest. I think that God meant parenting to be a joy. I think he meant us to step into it and, and find that relationship to be the most amazing relationship that we can find. But we're all affected by sin, and so we all struggle to find traction. So remember that your identity is as a child of God. Your child is broken. Your wisdom will be used by God. And in this COVID-19 era, I know that it's scary. It's new. There's all kinds of things happening around you at warp speed. But let me leave you with one more point that I hope will encourage you and take some of the pressure off, and that is this. You can find parenting hope during COVID-19 by remembering that God loves your child more than you do. He loves your child more than you do. And, and it's almost unfathomable that someone could love your child more than you do. Because that child is the joy of your life. That child is precious and innocent. And you've been protecting that child. And, and you dreamt of having children. And you're holding that child's hand as you cross the street and, and you're worried about protecting them and how could anybody love this child more than me? God does. And so what that means is, is you, can, you can hand your child off to God and you can know that your child's in really good hands because God loves your child. Your child is a child of God like you are. And so you don't have to wear this whole difficult thing of being the perfect parent. And if we go back to where we started about who your child belongs to, we can see again in 1 John 3, 1, see what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God. That's not just for you, that's for your child as well. And so if you really believe that your child is an adopted member of God's family, then you can feel okay about saying, I don't have all the answers. I'm going to fail. I'm going to have good days and bad days. I love that Paul Tripp video because 
It gives parents license. It gives us license. I've got two 13-year-old boys at home. There are a lot of nights when I lay in bed and go like, I am the worst parent. But you know who that is? That's the enemy talking. Because what God is really saying is, you know, Paul, yeah, maybe you, you messed up today. You said you were sorry. We're going to get up tomorrow. We're going to have a brand new day. You're forgiven. Let's move on. And there's a tremendous amount of freedom in that. And that's what I want you to have because this is the hardest time to be a parent probably in our lifetime right now. But look what you're already able to do. Look what God's already doing with you. And, and so we see this idea that our children are, are children of God. And so you can stop fretting about grades. You know, they, they may not be the best student, but they're a child of God. You can stop worrying all the time about whether they're going to get COVID-19. Sure, be wise, but they're a child of God. And you can stop controlling every thought or trying to control every thought. You can, you can stop trying to control everything they do and say because they're a child of God. And like so much of the Christian life, it really comes down to faith. It really comes down to trust. It really comes down to submission. Am I, do, do I love God enough? Do I trust God enough? To give my child to God. Because that child is the most precious thing. And God is good for that. He knows what he's doing. So in short, you can let go of controlling your child. And, and you can find the freedom of not having to carry the weight of all of that. And you can just enjoy your relationship with your child. Because that precious person is a child of God. And so, please remember that your identity does not lie in your child's failure, your child's successes. It's not seen in whether your child is doing well in school. It's not seen in whether your child is behaving at the moment or even likes you. No, it's, it's the only way to thrive during this COVID-19 era is by remembering where your identity truly lies. And it has nothing to do, at the end of the day, with what's happening with your kids. It has nothing to do with that bad moment at home when you're screaming up the stairs, when you know you should have just walked up there and talked to them. No. You are a child of God. And nothing can change that. And I would like to pray for you. Lord God, it is so hard to be a parent it is not easy in the best of times, but now our world is in chaos and we're tr asked to work and to school and to be psychologists and try to keep our families moving and we're trying to earn money and we're trying to juggle all of these things and it can be overwhelming. And I know there are many, many parents who are struggling right now. And so I pray that you'd bring peace and calm I pray that you'd bring a sense of freedom, that we would all as parents learn to just hand our children to you. I pray that you would bring the courage into our lives to admit that we don't have all the answers and to have the courage to say that to our kids and to say that we're sorry when we're wrong and to allow that relationship to grow and stop trying to manage our children. So God, would you do that? Will you do that for this precious flock at Ridgewood Church and bless them and give them peace and unity and joy. And I pray this in Jesus' name.
Amen. Thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate it so much. May God bless you. Thank you for joining us on the Ridgewood Church Podcast. For more faith-based resources or information about Ridgewood Church, visit us at myrwc.org.